what audience joins us and most of all the angels that are going to be present to share with us tonight in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, 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 amen. Well, it seems as if my brother, my sister, the grace of God has given us another opportunity to celebrate a Wednesday night. Now, in, 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 in the tradition of uh, myself, Wednesday nights, the middle of the week, have always been times where the study of God's Word, the look into God's Word, has been the central theme of our Wednesdays. And we're grateful to the Lord that tonight, in an added fashion, with the uh, illumination of uh, this date being the um, uh, first day of African American History Month, it is a joy to be able to share with you tonight and with your family and looking forward to seeing the destiny of families get a whole new meaning as a result of tonight's looking at the word and the sounds of family. I have, I have an extended sister. I have an extended sister uh, with me tonight as special guest and uh, her, her, her sisterhood is in my spirit as a result of the Lord joining us together. Oh, oh, oh God, I, I, I forget how many years. I'm, I, I'm hesitant to say how many years because uh, a man is always supposed to be protective of his, um, his, his, his alter ego as well as his, his sister's age. And uh, 1987, 1987, Doc. 1987. That's, that's how far it goes back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, I have with us tonight is, and, and for those of us, for those who will be joining us, I have my dear, dear sister, Dr. Michelle Johnson, who back in '87 was. Were you still at uh, Old Dominion then? No, I had graduated then, yeah. But when we first encountered, I was singing in the Ebony Impact Choir. Yes, ma'am. And we had come to uh, provide uh, the Ministry of Music at the church that you were pastoring in Chesapeake at the time. Yeah. Chesapeake or Norfolk? It was Chesapeake. You were in Chesapeake at the time. I was at Great Mount Zion? You were at Greater Mount Zion, yeah. Oh, when I was an undergrad, yeah. And then when I came to to uh, to join, that you were pastoring Mount Lebanon, yeah. Oh God, oh God. So you were with me at my first church. Well, yeah, yeah, singing, so the music, yeah, singing. In fact, remember Terry Sykes was our, our minister. Of oh music. God, yeah. Lord have mercy. Now you are taking me back tonight. This is this is <laughs> African American history, but. The Sykes, yes, he's from um, 
First Baptist West Norfolk. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now that I used to preach for his daddy. Oh God. I used to preach for his daddy. And First Baptist, mm -hmm. uh, I can't think of his daddy. You remember his daddy? I mean, you remember his church name? No. First, no, ba no. First Baptist Church, West Norfolk? They were at First Baptist West Norfolk, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. God, yeah. Mm -hmm. Y'all were singing that night I was preaching? No, we came to uh, to uh, your church in Chesapeake. Greater Mount Zion then. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm... I'm, I'm we came to an afternoon service. We had a concert there. Oh, God, yeah. I'm... I'm <laughs> I used to preach for his daddy all the time. Yeah, yeah, you, you right, right. That, that 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 is a that is a that that is that is some African American history there. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. well, I guess you can see way back in 1987, um, uh, our paths cross. But when, when when did you start preaching, Michelle? Those of you, our listeners, um, she is, she was a preacher. She is a preacher and she is mixing now scholarship with her anointing in another level. And we bless the Lord for the power of this connection that has um, created memories past created memories present, and I just believe uh, memories future. Memories future. Memories future. Let, 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 let me give you a, a brief snapshot of her as well. Uh, Dr. Michelle Johnson is, as she calls herself, an itinerant elder. Now, is that a special designation in, in the... Uh, 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 African Methodist Episcopal Church, an itinerant yeah, elder? So the, yeah, the notion of itineracy is that um, you, well, as in, in our Baptist tradition, whereby you can you can be a pastor of a church for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the and as an itinerant elder, you are at uh, the mercy of the bishop, okay. whereby you can have an appointment one year and then get moved somewhere else the next year. Yeah. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Okay, okay, itinerant elder. Uh, she she self describe she self describe describes herself as a religio political activist. Now you have to say a word. You have to you have to give some definition there, Michelle. Yeah. Well, for for me, I think it's it's. Um an understanding of the teachings of Jesus Christ, who, who was at, 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 at best a liberator, uh -huh. a liberator of humanity for the purposes of salvation, mm -hmm. and uh, whose teachings and principles intended to set the captives free. Okay. And so from the perspective of the religious text, from the perspective of the academic uh, context, and for the, from the perspective of the pulpit, Mm -hmm. 
geopolitical activist. Yes, whether ma'am. we acknowledge it or not, or not, you can't be a disciple of Jesus Christ yes, and ma'am. and not be a religious political yeah. activist because we function in the realm of the church, we function in the realm of, of the context of the community, and all of what we do seeks to to transform. So there, there's always an agency of transformation that should be taking place in everything that we say and do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, let me, and, and if I don't hurry up and read this, uh, based on your uh, commentary as to just what I've already read, just two lines, we're going to be here for the duration of the, uh, <laughs> the, whole, my, the, whole, the whole study here tonight. But let me, let, let me read on. She's a self-described religio-political activist who works at the intersection of African American Religious History, Ethics, and Theology. Her current work and research interests include the relationship between religion and African American social transformation, as well as the dual role of religion as the source and solution for social conflict. Her faith journey has led her to claim Christ as her creator, Jesus the Christ as her savior, and the Holy Spirit as the source of her spiritual gifts. That enable her enables her to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Now, y'all, we... We mentioned earlier about um, her coming into context and contact with us in a singing setting. <laughs> and I did not say, you always said I could not carry a note in a bucket. In a bucket, in a bucket, always in a bucket, that. in a bucket. That never stopped me from singing. Yes, it never stopped her from trying to sing. And, uh, she she had a joyful noise, and uh, when 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 she was asked, I guess, to be in the choir, they said, "Come on, let's make let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord." And uh, uh, but I, I I've known Michelle best because of her walk as a preacher, um, as a as a as a as a as a as a, as a singer. As she indicated, it was more of her, of her uh, student years. I would, I would surmise, but in terms of a preacher, and her, her faith walk as a preacher, uh, I, I have to just intimate here, right, right for a moment. I, I don't want to take up most of our uh, Bible study time, but uh, Michelle started preaching. In my second church, Mount Lebanon Baptist, which was a sort of staunch, staunch uh, African American but very conservative, did not embrace female preachers. As long as she was teaching, that would have been fine, but did not embrace the, the, the well the church leadership, and I guess some sprinkles of uh, other. Um, male reflection from some of those who who were members. They 
it was fine as if 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 she would and and, and the pulpit was right in front of the choir stand. It would have been fine if as long as she she'd been blended more with the choir for uh for many of the males I know of that congregation. But the girl had the audacity to preach. And when she preached, she just acted like it was the, the only thing she was called to do in life. And she preached for her life. And um, uh, the more she preached, the more resistance rose within that congregation from some of those males who were in leadership positions and some who were hiding behind those leaders who were in position. But the more she preached, and every time she preached at my second church, folk were walking down the aisle when the door, as, as the old saying was, when the doors of the church were opened. Folk would not stop coming down the aisle. She helped to grow Mount Lebanon Baptist Church, my second church. She helped grow it because of her faithfulness to the call that God had placed upon her life and her straightforwardness in being a carrier of, of his word. So, and, and, and that's why she's here tonight. Um, Michelle has preached for us in my, in my third church, uh, 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 Philadelphia, mostly all online during the virtual season. We were, we, we were um, uh, um, um, uh, ha having church right in the early days of the pandemic. And she um, preached for us even then online. So She's been preaching. She is a preacher. She's going to be coming back as a preacher, and we will let you know when she'll be coming back. Let me finish her biographical sketch. Can I? <laughs> Dr. Johnson is the author and producer of Wednesday's Word of Truth, a weekly internet publication and podcast designed to inspire, inform, and instruct. Michelle, am I taking you from that tonight? No, uh, it's because it, uh, for those who would be interested, Wednesday's Word of Truth uh, posts on Wednesday morning. Okay. Uh, uh, East Coast time, 6 a.m. on YouTube, uh, Anchor, uh, Facebook, uh, and there is a, a, an email portion version as well. Um, so, yeah, so it's out there for, for today. Yeah. Well, 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 you'll be able to publish this too. Because we're on anchor, we're on anchor, and I'll make anchor, sure you. Get, right. I'll that's make right, sure yeah. you get a copy of this uh, to pass on. So not only uh, were they uh, fortunate to get a morning's edition, edition of Wednesday's Word of Truth, but they'll be able also to get the evening's edition of uh, the Word of Truth. Uh, it's weekly internet publication and podcast designed to inspire, inform, and instruct. It focuses on the practical application of the teachings of Christ as instruments of personal and social transformation. 
It is unapologetically in its demand for social justice and a recognition of the inherent value of all creation. Dr. Johnson is also a chief of the Department of Research at Fort Belvoir Community Hospital. My brother was was stationed there at Fort Belvoir. Uh, matter of fact, he was here last week. Uh, uh, came just to stop by and stayed four hours just talking. And uh, <laughs> so we're grateful uh, for this connection as well. And there at Fort Belvoir, uh, Dr. Johnson provides federal regulatory oversight to a robust portfolio of biomedical research protocols. Let me show you, you have to say a word about that um, dynamic um, uh, uh, regulatory. Uh, well, 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 Doc, I can only say but so much about federal regulatory yes, biomedical ma'am. research. Yes. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, I think the most important thing is it's, it's an amazing way that God is using mm. uh, my my background in ethics to inform um, how we do research and ensuring that uh, research is um, ethical, as mm-hmm. I said, and, and, and integrous, uh, that it recognizes the uh, dignity and worth of the human beings who participate in research. And, and that's what I'm called to do, and I, it's just an amazing um, area that I, I cannot say that, that I saw myself going that way. Uh, mm. However, that is the way that God has led me. And yeah. I, I do believe, if I might say, that I, 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 I think that God is calling uh, us to what we call mountains, shall we say, mm-hmm. uh, in this world. And, and for me, one of those mountains has to do with research or, or, or federal research here, here mm-hmm. in this country. And mm-hmm. I think that God is placing believers in Jesus Christ in some of the most unusual places that we never saw ourselves and allowing us to have a a God presence there Mm -hmm. that brings the light of God and the truth of God and the ability to interpret policies and practices in such a way that they do truly reflect Mm -hmm. uh, what I call the kingdom of God, the Mm -hmm. kingdom of of all people. and, and so it's a, it's a wonderful work, and, and, and I enjoy it for this season. Mm-hmm. This season, you know, you know, I move around a lot. <laughs> so, cool. Oh, I'm glad you move. You move close enough uh, to be partying with us tonight. Close enough for that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, now, uh, as we indicated earlier, Dr. Johnson. Uh, uh, joined us uh, wh- while she was a student at uh, Old Dominion University, and uh, she was a psych psychology major then. I, I remember, and uh, then she went on to one of the most esteemed theological institutions uh, uh, that that Virginia has uh, been creator of and. The nation has profited so much from, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, did I hit the button or what? Did I hit the button 
or what, but let me get her back. Let me get her back. Let me get her back, okay? Let me get her back. Where is the, um... <laughs> oh, she's calling back. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I was just about to start dialing. I didn't think... Yes, I got you back. Yeah, it looks like we lost our connection there. But I was just wrapping up that, um, uh, helping uh, folks to understand the meaning of, of the work that I do and how important it is, to, particularly to black folk, um, as I referenced the... Um, the Tuskegee Syphilis Project that certainly just um, robbed the value of life for, for black men in and, and that project. And, and part of the work that I do is to ensure that that never happens again. You know, some of the issues that we dealt with with um, our people and when it came to the um, <laughs> just the COVID vaccination. Yeah, The fears yeah, that we had, yeah. our fears that we had that were so valid because mm-hmm. of our history. Yeah. Um, you know, so... So my work helps to, to help us make sure that we are we are safe and that we are our our concerns, our values, our convictions are, are taken into consideration. Yeah. You have you have a, you have a very strong ethic background <laughs> without me delving into your uh fetical uh hat that you wear, uh, right. uh this regulatory oversight. You you just you just don't you just can't give oversight to um, uh, over something federal if 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 you don't if you don't if you don't walk a certain way and have a certain capacity of understanding just where you are in a regulatory position. That's true. That's true. Okay. Doc, also, you know, when I was when I had the privilege of teaching at our alma mater, the School of Theology at Virginia Union University, I um, created, designed a new course entitled uh, Calling and and, uh, and Placement in the 21st Century, mm-hmm. Links and Vocations and Placements in the, in the 21st Century, because what I was finding out, and I'm not sure whether you encountered this, particularly for women in ministry, in seminary, we were in seminary, we were giving our life, our time, our resources for the pursuit of a, a master's of divinity, mm-hmm. and we had no idea what we were going to do with it when we got out. Yeah, And yeah. a lot of the brothers were dealing with the same thing, and there were a lot of the brothers who were in, they were lawyers, they were medical doctors, um, they were engineers, um, they were professors, and so they uh, had no idea, they, they needed to wait until they retired mm. to, to become fully engaged in what we call full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. And so the, the intent of the course was to, and I, and I chose a select group of students, about 10, to look into this, this whole notion of what, what we mean by our calling, what we mean by our vocation, and why is it that the calling and vocation is only in the context of the four walls of, 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 of the sacred church, mm-hmm. that there is ministry outside of those walls. So if you are already a medical doctor, if you're already an attorney, if you're already an engineer, and you are doing work that is redemptive, that is creative, that is restorative, then you are doing ministry. Mm-hmm. 
And so there was no need to wait until you retire at 62, 65, now 67, um, to, to do ministry. You're already doing ministry. And so I see that, as, you know, I, I believe that I'm, I'm, I'm walking my talk. Mm-hmm. At the work that I'm doing is ministry. Okay. It is. Okay. I mean, so much of what I learned, you know, at the School of Theology, Virginia Union, I mean, Sam Roberts was my ethics teacher mm-hmm. and um, just gave me that foundational um, undergirding in ethics and how it can be can and should be applied to every aspect of our lives. Mm, 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 mm. Now, I used to, I used to, I used to, um, I mean, my time at Virginia Union under Dr. John Kenney, well, his first, we were his first class after he graduated mm-hmm. from the University of um, um, Chicago. We, I, I, I think I'm right. Uh, uh, that we were, we were in his first class. Then he emerged as uh, dean of the school a little later on, but, mm-hmm. but, but. John John Kenny as a uh, as a teacher um, reflected the type of uh, uh, amplification of a person's gifts. He delved into his teaching, delved, and he was uh, uh, well. I put it this way: he would go play pool with us. Yeah, and. Laugh with us. Very entertaining. And the cordiality of that setting was 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 operative in his classes. But 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 the distinguished scholar that he was was the predominant theme of the class. And he's the one that, that, that charged and challenged us. I, I got recharged in terms of my ministry every time we went in his class. But he kept it separate. He would, he would, we, we were in Richmond Hall at the time. Um, we, we weren't just itinerant preachers coming up and coming down. We, 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 we were located on, on the um, Union Theological Seminary campus, right across the street from uh, the um, um, the Presbyterian campus. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so we lived there in Richmond Hall. Unlike unlike the students now, it was a great partnership between UTS and STVU. It was a great partnership at that time. Uh, unlike, unlike, um, uh, we, we, we were, we were not on the campus of STVU, uh, but w- w- yeah, we were on the campus of STVU, but it, th- that campus belonged to UTS and, uh, but they, uh, they, they, we, we, we performed, we performed because it was almost as if we were in competition with that uh, strongly um, uh, Methodist uh, uh, um, school, and um, as African Americans, uh, and, and it, it 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 was one of the best days 
best periods of my life, uh, I, I would I would say as well. And um, that that STVU, that Samuel DeWitt Proctor School of Theology at Virginia Union uh, was a was a hallmark in my own life. But 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 let me say this other thing too. Um, Michelle, do you went on to get a, your PhD? Yes, my PhD is in, uh, I, I actually pursued my PhD at Claremont Graduate University in Southern California and uh, was awarded the PhD in theology, ethics, and culture. Yeah. <laughs> ethics and culture. Yes, yes, sir. Th- that's how you got that, that the oversight position. <laughs> I surmise. Am I... Yeah, yeah, and a whole lot of God favor too. A whole lot of God favor. Um, yeah. you know, I take, I take, I take it not lightly um, that that every every door that has been opened for me has mm. has been. Um, I'm going to say a percentage because I did the work. Um, I put in the work and um, made myself competitive. But the the competitive edge that I received was the Holy Spirit. I know mm-hmm. that without a doubt. Mm-hmm. That um, that yeah, I did the work. Yeah, I was committed. Yeah, I was more than willing to go um, beyond give one hundred plus percent. But that's not that's not what opened the door for me. Who mm-hmm. opened the door for me yeah. was God through the power of Jesus Christ yeah. and by way of His Holy Spirit yeah. that determined already had a sense of determination about my life, where I was going. I had no clue, had absolutely no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I thought I had a sense of where I was going, but God has taken me, you know, I left I left uh, Norfolk and then uh, went to Southern California and then uh, left uh, Southern California, came back to D.C. to write my dissertation and then uh, was there for a while finishing up and then I was in uh, Chicago on a contract at the University of of Chicago, and then South Carolina, mm-hmm. and then taught in Europe in a country uh, called uh, the Republic of Georgia, the city of Tbilisi, mm-hmm. and back to D.C., and then back to South Carolina. Then I was at West Point, the military academy, mm-hmm. a portion of my career, and then on to, that's where I entered federal service, and then on to Fort Bliss at the um, William Beaumont Army Medical Center. And then last year, um, October of 2021, uh, the Lord has now led me to uh, Fort Belvoir. So it's been an amazing journey. You sure? Oh, God, no grass has grown under your feet. It's it's been an amazing journey. So this is is the point that I was making to the students in that course on uh, calling and vocations in the 21st century that there... There are different paradigms for ministry, and none of us has to fit into one paradigm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, depending upon the gifts that God has given you, and those gifts are many, um, the, Lord is gonna, the Lord is going to open a door for you. It's going to mm-hmm. put you in places that you never thought you would mm-hmm, be, and mm-hmm. places where other folks don't want you to be. <laughs> but nonetheless, if the hand of God is on your life and you are faithful, then the favor of God is on your life. And you, I don't care what anybody says. God is going to give you. God's promises are always going to are always going to be yeah. answered, and and and, and so um, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And you know, <laughs> as, as we come come today, you know, and you and I, you know, my my, my elder brother in ministry. I hear you talking about Virginia Union, and we all came um, some time after you, a whole different kind of crew. I think my my class of '96 was considered the worst class ever. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not really sure what that was about, but I have some idea. But um, just our journeys have been been so similar, and um, and your your understanding and support of women in general, women in ministry all along, not just when mm. everybody else got on board, but you mm. were one of the spear persons who spearheaded the support of women in ministry. And so I owe you so much, and um, your love and your support, and, and certainly to to uh, Mrs. Joyner, Ollie, and and, and the men. I'm sorry to say the boys. Yeah. Um, the family that you provided for all of us. Um, yeah. it, it's just a good thing. It's something that I, I will never forget. So I, I thank God that on this first um, day of February, the month of um, that we are fortunate to get uh, to celebrate African-American history. And then, you know, on the day that we are dealing with um, just such a, a major, a major, major wound, mm. another of our youth, another who whose skin has been so wonderfully kissed by the equator, one who had life and, and vitality and, and creativity, who was a father and a son and a brother, mm-hmm. has been struck down. Yeah. And then the tables are a bit turned on us today because, um, you know, we've been fighting white folk for killing yes. us for so long. Yes, yes. And then now, today, yeah. we are, we, are, we, we got we to gotta figure out how to fight yeah. Look at it, look like us and figure out why. Yeah. And you and I yeah. were chatting a little bit earlier, you know, and, and, and understanding the fact that this that this situation that we're in, um, is so complex. It's it's not just what we see on the yeah. film. Um, yeah. it has a historical context, it has a psychological context. It, I mean the oppressiveness of and you and I were talking earlier about the notion that um, you can be oppressed so long yourself mm. and then when you come out from under, you are easily yeah. inclined to become the oppressor. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I know we said we, we, we were so fortunate to have this opportunity, but it, it's, it's such a, you know, it's like a, kind of like a mixed bag here in the sense that we, we celebrate and then at the same time we lament. You know, we rejoice yes. and we yes. are sorrowful at the same time. Yes. Um, because God has done just amazing things in our lives and the lives of those that we love and the folk that we have served and served with, and yet we still find ourselves where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Still find ourselves where we are right now and, and trying to make sense out of it. You know, we're going to hear a lot of people preaching about it and talking about it as we are. And, you know, and, you know, we, we look at our, our, our young boys and our young girls, um, and we hope that we have we have created a world yeah. where they can be safe, um, uh, despite <laughs> the celebration of their blackness, mm-hmm. whereby they can can walk the streets and, and go where they want to go and, you know, don't have a gun put to their head or, you know, a baton to their head or get, you know, maced or whatever. Um, you know, hit with a a, a, a stun, stun gun, whatever. Um, but it's, it's yeah. a crazy world, yeah. and, and we're trying to figure it out mm-hmm. with an understanding of who God is, and at that at the end of the day, that God is is still in control. And so, I know folks who are on this on this Bible study tonight. Um, this is this is this is for me where where things have meaning. Mm. The fact that. And my understanding of the biblical text and the authors of the biblical text, and particularly the teachings of Jesus Christ, that the answers are in the text. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is in the text. Mm-hmm. The answers are in the anointed word of God. As I say, we're going to preach, we're going to teach, we're going to have conversations, we're going to have discussions. But we have to, because of who we are and because of whose name we carry, mm-hmm. we have to make our way back back to the biblical text. Well, we then- and that's why these Bible studies in the midst of everything that's going on are what... Um, 
are going to guide us, what are going to inspire us, what are going to help us to to be able to digest this in such a way mm. that it is food for our soul and that it, it doesn't poison us. Mm. <laughs> no, it's not poison. It's not poison at all. Precious, mm-hmm. but not poison. Mm-hmm. Precious, but not poison. Um, right. Um, now, when you when we when we when we when we when I called you, uh, one of the things that seemed to be close to your heart, you mentioned, uh, black don't crack. What mm-hmm. where where did it come from, and 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 uh, what what definition does it bear? All right, so uh, there are some folks on on this line who already get it, sir. <laughs> Black female. Black females get it. Yes, ma'am. So when uh, you know when we come to a certain age and somebody looks at us and and they tell us how you know wonderful is how we we look and what have you, and um, and then they you know somehow we get around to telling our age and when we tell our age, particularly it's in the black context, we say, well, you know, black don't crack. Uh-huh. <laughs> 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, yeah. 75, 80, 85, you still look good. Why? Cause yeah. Don't crack. Yeah. So I I took that and I began to reason with mm. that about the 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 um the survival of black folk in general mm-hmm. in this country, and uh, I, I I wanted to to get grasp uh, my uh, hands on and wrap my head around what is it that ensures that that we don't crack, mm-hmm. and um and once again. Back to, I, I started out in, in the biblical text, and, and uh, unusually, I found myself in, in the, uh, the narrative of, of the birth of, of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and his, his, uh, his, uh, his um, human mother, Mary, and his human father, Joseph, mm-hmm. and the situation that they found themselves in, you know, uh, uh, and they were black people, they were dark people, you mm-hmm. know, considering their location geographically, they yeah. were dark people, yeah. and... Um, so they, they are in a situation, and they got to try to figure things out. And they, the social context is such that because of the uh, teachings of their uh, religious understandings would um, have had them stoned, mm-hmm. put to death. Mm-hmm. So um, like many of us who are faced up against situations, you know, we, we find ourselves on the run. Mm-hmm. And, and we, have to, we have to have somewhere to go. And, I, you know, I think about the notion of, uh, the black migration here in this country when um, Jim Crow and other, other Crowisms of the South made it even more uncomfortable for folk to, for black folk to stay in the South uh, after um, uh, we were supposedly freed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we made our way north and, mm-hmm. we, and we were basically running for our lives. Yeah, and yeah. so as we made our way north, there was always somebody in, in Philadelphia, in D.C., in yeah. Baltimore, in yeah. New York, in Newark, in Brooklyn, yeah. who was already yeah. there, mm. who, who made room for us, mm-hmm. whether it was a, a, a bed or a pallet. Mm-hmm. Um, those yeah. family yeah. members yeah. made room yeah. for us. Yeah. I, and I think that is, I don't think we've so much gotten away from that. I, I wrote a piece recently about the fact that um, I still keep extra bedding under my bed, you know, and storage under <laughs> my bed. And, and uh, the Lord told me at the beginning, end of the year, and um, mm. beginning of, of, towards the beginning of the year, that it was time for me, I needed, I needed to clear out from under my bed. Mm-hmm. And um, it, was, it was a word that the Lord spoke to me, clear out from under your bed. The things that are under your bed 
Mm-hmm. When I thought about it, I said to the Lord, I said, well, what if somebody comes? Get the bedding Stuff away. I packed it up, took it over to the mm. Goodwill, and I haven't gotten revelation about that yet. But the point that I'm making is that, you know, and I don't mind saying it because black don't crack, and I'm 62, almost 63 years old, uh-huh. and I still have the understanding of preparation for my people just in case they need somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's indicative of our culture. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even, even going to say, you know, yeah. folks don't do it today. That's not true. I'm 63 yeah. years old. I still do it today. Mm-hmm. And so those beddings, those those sheets, those blankets, those pillows, those comforters, they were there in preparation <laughs> just in case somebody who was in a situation uh, that they needed to get out of and were headed to something better needed to stop <laughs> off and spend some time with me for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, um, black don't crack. But um, the blemishes we carry. Scars, deep, deep wounds, deep wounds. Yeah. Deep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are woundings, the, woundings that, we, that, that most times folk can't see. Yeah, most and, times folk can't see. And they're not all ours personally. We, we oh. carry them personally, but, the, but there is a, an empathy and... Um, a there 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 I am but I'm not there but just in case I have to go there again or go there I've I've even contemplated it and what I'm gonna do I'm what I'm gonna do yeah. I'm gonna it out. yeah I've already got a plan. Yeah yeah <laughs> now, now, now that, that 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 ethic is 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 that is that is that part of uh, your survival we call, I, I call that um, our best way to triumph over trauma. Mm-hmm. In a sense that, that we want to move on, right? Mm-hmm. We want to forget our woundings. We want to forget our places of abuse and degra- degradation and humiliation. We want to forget all of that. But, but there's, the truth of the matter is, and there's a book entitled this, it says, The, the Body Keeps the Score. <laughs> okay, so as much as I may try to, um, keeps the to escape my place of, of unwelcome, mm-hmm. um, like Mary, Mary and Joseph are on the run to keep from being put to death. Mm-hmm. As much as I may try to escape my, my place of slavery, my, my place of, of, of physical, emotional abuse, whatever, whatever it is, my place of poverty, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, I carry all of that with me. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't erase it. It becomes a part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. For the good or for the bad. It becomes a part of my DNA, and I try to erase it, but the body keeps the score. So if I come into a situation yeah. that's similar to a painful experience that I've had, mm-hmm. okay, my body is going to react the same way. Yeah, yeah. I may be 500 miles away from home. Yeah. Okay? The, 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 the harm may have taken place in Birmingham, mm-hmm. but I'm in Harlem. <laughs> I encounter something or somebody that reminds me of that hurt, Ooh. that abuse. Ooh. I'm going to react in the way. Uh-huh. Now, folks going to look at me and think I'm absolutely crazy. 
I may look at myself and, and say I'm absolutely crazy because I, I'm like, well, why, why did I react that way? Mm-hmm. Because I don't consciously remember, perhaps, all the time, the experience of the past, but my body has stored it in my DNA. <laughs> my body has stored it there. And so that's why, you know, you know it, it's so important when white folk encounter black people, uh-huh. okay? And, and, and they say, you know, that we have so much rage, okay? Um, you know, I'm the angry black woman. And, you know, excuse my French, but we want to say, hell yeah, <laughs> I am the angry black woman, yeah, okay? Yeah. And no matter how much education I get, no matter how much wealth I mm, uh, amass, mm, no matter mm, where I live, mm, still have the pains and the abuse that mm, has been perpetrated mm, upon me mm-hmm, by folk who don't look like me, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm going to be angry. Yeah, I'm gonna be mad, and 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 you, you can't understand it because you haven't been where I've been, and uh-huh. I don't need you to understand it. Uh-huh. I just need you to, as the young folks say, don't step to me that way again. Yeah, That's yeah. all. What what keeps you calm? What keeps you calm? What keeps you I think calm? By the grace of God, by yeah. the grace of God, yeah. and you know, you remember when you were a little boy and you left home and you mom, mama, you know, told you don't do this, don't do that. Uh-huh. Now nowadays we have to tell our our. our our black boys that when you see the, 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 the red lights, the blue lights pulling up behind you, mm-hmm. okay, put your hands where they can see you. Don't move, don't flinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know yeah. that if we, at the wrong point, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, mm-hmm. release ourselves to the realities of our feelings and our emotions and our anger and our bitterness, it ain't going to go down well for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just mm-hmm. the truth. That's just the truth. Yes. The truth. Yes. Okay. You know, if 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 you're if you're if one of your sons, you know, if has, has to, you know, if they got to make a choice between whether to fire one of your sons, oh, Lord. fire the white son, okay? <laughs> uh, our sons are going to be walking out the door. They got to make yeah. a choice between firing the white woman yeah. and firing me. I'm going to be walking out the door. Yeah. So we yeah. have to figure out ways of not losing our calm. But uh, attaining and acquiring an arsenal uh-huh. that fights a battle for us that is covert and not overt. Covert and not overt. Covert and not overt. Yes, ma'am. Okay? And so there, there are ways that we have to operate within systems, okay, to find our place, hold on to our place, find our center, hold on to our center, Okay, everything we've worked on, hold on to, and yet navigate the racism, the sexism, whatever other isms in these systems mm-hmm. in such a way that we can continue to move forward and open. Because we have to remember, and this has always been our story, mm-hmm. the door that has been open for us, we have to keep that door open for others to come behind <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So Johnson yeah. loses it in a meeting and cusses everybody out in the meeting uh-huh. that I shut that door for the person who has come behind me. Mm-hmm. Now has to come behind me. Now I may go home yeah. and I'm mad and I'm angry and I gotta yeah. process this out yeah. with people who love me and care about me and who are willing to listen to me. Mm-hmm. But when I'm sitting in that meeting and I feel the stench mm. racism, mm. hey, I feel the stench of of isolationism. I feel the stench stench that says you are not supposed to be. I feel that stench. Anybody gotta say nothing. I feel the stench. <laughs> I gotta swallow that and keep moving forward. <laughs> Uh, you feel me? You uh, see what I'm saying? Oh, God, yes, 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 yes. It's a stench. It's a stench. And, and you, it's intangible. You can't put your hand on it. But if you've ever been black a day in your life and alert, okay, 
you have felt, you have sensed and smelled and felt that stench. All right? Well, tell me, Chef. And anybody who says, if, they, if you're black and you say you have it, then I, 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 I'm going to be very, very, um, I'm not going to say you are lying. I'm going to say that you are walking around uh, 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 the truth. Yeah, okay. yeah. When, 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 when are you most comfortable? I am most comfortable, and I'm, I'm going to say this, I am most comfortable in the context of the black church. Okay. However, there's a caveat. Uh-huh. I am also often most uncomfortable in the black church. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? I mean, yeah, because it is the place where I get my healing. It's the place where I'm restored. It's the place where I find solace. It's the place of my commonality. It's the place of the people where, you know, I learned to speak in the black church. You know, my first, uh, you know, um, they welcome address at Women's Day. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's the place Mm -hmm. where my gifts Mm -hmm. were fine-tuned and honed. Yeah. Okay? But it's also the place Pastor, well, we do so much wounding of each other. <laughs> so we hurt each other yeah. with our words, with our actions, with our with our with our um, cronyisms and our our cliques. We mm. hurt each other mm. Mm. in so mm. many ways, in so many instances. So, so I'm, I'm I'm most comfortable in the black church, but I'm also often uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, I got to figure out how to navigate that. You know, I, I, I hate it when I'm, you know, I'm in Harris Peter or somewhere. I run into somebody who used to, you know, go to church where I go, and, and, I, and I haven't seen him in a while. And I say, "Where well, you been?" I go, "You know what? I can't, I can't come here." You know, so and so said so and so. Wounded. You know uh-huh. what does the scripture say? Wounded. Wounded yes. in the house of a friend. Yes. Yes. Right. Mm. Too often wounded in the house of a friend, but yet I can't relinquish the black church because it is who I am. I, I, I mean, it is. It really is. It's who I am. But, but, I can't let it go, but I do have to keep working on it as best I can. In, 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 in light of our time, uh, as well, uh, Michelle, what, 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 what definition, especially coming out of the uh, Tyree Nichols uh, experience, uh, black man with five black uh, policemen. Um, uh, been very instrumental in, 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 in us having a funeral today of him um, who were in leadership positions, uh, who supposed to be, quote-unquote, protectors of the community. Um, the, the, the feeling of being threatened by your own as you've uh, indicated here today, what has kept you from, from, from the, the blessed celebrations of life from so-called members of a church and then at the same time, you have to be mindful of what injury you possibly could receive from those same members? I've grown wise to never overestimate or underestimate anybody. Mm, mm. And I think I learned a, a long time ago that even the best of us is capable of the most heinous crime ever. 
Mm. Even the best of us. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, the scripture says that even, even the very elect can be deceived. Very so I think it, it, it is essential not to put people on pedestals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, we've seen pastors fall. We, we've seen yeah. Um, yeah. Um, bishops fall. We've yeah. seen, you know, the, the individual who we grew up um, as, our, as our, uh, our, the person we looked up to in the church. And we've seen them fall. Because mm-hmm. we are human and we are human flesh and we are subject to error. We are subject to let our own selves down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's best not to put people on pedestals. Um, I'm, still, I'm still shocked sometimes at, at what people do and what they say. I'm still shocked and wounded and it makes me cry um, sometimes. Uh, it does bring tears. And yet I have to bring myself back to center and say they are very human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet the expectation for yeah. me is that the yeah. Christ in them, who yeah. they claim, yeah. who they, who they yeah. name, yeah. will outweigh their mm. humanity. Mm. Mm. That's, 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 that's my hope. Mm. Now, <laughs> some days that hope is, is, is stronger. Yeah. Other days are like, mm-hmm, uh-uh, I'm done, I'm yeah. done, I'm done. <laughs> and I can't see how, how often I hear people in the church say, yeah. I'm done, yeah. I'm just yeah. done. I hear it over and over. Yeah, yeah. Myself. And remind my, my, my sisters and brothers, we cannot be done. Yeah, yeah. We can't be done. We can be angry. We can be bitter. We, mm. bitter, we can be mad. We can be hurt. And mm. all of that is going to happen in the house of God, mm. in the community of faith. Mm. All mm. of that's going to happen. Mm. But we have to keep coming back to center. And truly, if we truly believe it, Mm-hmm. There's a greater force mm-hmm. in our, our, mm-hmm. our darkness. There's mm-hmm. a greater force than our anger. There's a greater force. Because people who lash out to hurt have, are <laughs> operating from a place of pain themselves. <laughs> now, in the midst of the hurting, it's yeah. hard to think that. Yeah. We come yeah. out of it and we're, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're mm-hmm. reflecting and then we remember mm-hmm. the wounds mm-hmm. of that person. That doesn't give them, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that gives them a free pass, mm-hmm. but it does mm-hmm. help us to understand. Mm-hmm. It does help us to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. So, 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 so the, the thing is, you know, the, the notion that, and once again, um, with our brother Tyree, Tyree Nichols and, and the brothers, black men who are our brothers, yeah. who, um, um, from what we understand, uh, may be very guilty of perpetuating, bringing about Ty, uh, Tyree Nichols' death, mm-hmm. they are black men. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. black men. Mm-hmm. And uh, a month ago, if someone told us this, we would have said, now nah, you lie. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Mm. You would never have mm. made me believe mm. that five police officers, mm. 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 Th- uh, that their beatings resulted in the death of a young black man in this mm. country. You would never mm. have made me believe that. Mm. And yet mm. it appears that it is very true. Yeah. yeah. Very true. And so yeah. what do we do with that? Mm. For black people. All different journeys. I mean, you know, commonalities, but differences at the same time. And, and we, 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 we don't know, you know, what somebody else's story is. We don't know what their development has been. We don't know their journeys and what brought them to this place. They're still black men. Mm. Our brothers, mm. our fathers, mm. our grandfathers, mm. you know, mm. our nephews, mm. our cousins. Mm. They're still mm. our black men. Yes. Yes, Why they yes. showed up that way that day? Uh, Is it the first time they showed up that way that oh, day? God. We don't know. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. But something, somewhere yeah. in their journey, first of all, they have been given license to behave the way that they did. <laughs> given what? License. License. 
License, license. They have been given permission. Our culture, our community, their context has told them that it was okay to behave the way that they did. Mm. All five of them against one? (laughs) They they have license. Nobody stop and say, man, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, they didn't say that. I didn't hear that on the video. I didn't hear that on the video. so we've been given, you know, what, what is yeah. it about our culture, our community, that all of a yeah. sudden these five black men feel that they have license mm. yeah. to beat mm. this man like this? Mm. I mean, when they mm. looked at him, didn't they see their brother, their daddy, yeah. their granddaddy, their cousins, their mm. nephews? Mm. Didn't they possibly see that person there in that, in that young man? I mean, what blinded them to his blackness, his journey, <laughs> his future? Yeah. What, what made him look different? Uh, Michelle. Those are the stories. These are the things we got to wrestle with over the next, you know, season. Michelle, and it yes. has it has to be another season. Uh, um, I, I don't know what your schedule is for next Wednesday, but I'm grateful that your schedule was open for this Wednesday. This. Um, uh, hallmark day in African American history, and this week or this month being uh, the major focus of our um, our discussion tonight. I, I'm 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 closing out now. I'm coming down. Uh, we, we promised one another uh, one hour, and anchor anchor. Anchor, that is our... Anchor gives us one hour. <laughs> <laughs> and Anchor, and I guess in a sense that's an acronym of some sort. We're anchored in this one hour for this recording so period. So grounded in reality, we <laughs> only got one hour. Why don't, why, don't, why don't we do this? I know I know. Uh, as for next week, we, I can continue this conversation. Oh, really? Please. Yeah, so next week I can continue. Hopefully there, there are others who others who are on tonight, you know, that you could invite someone to join us in this conversation. Yes, and maybe we even, can even open up next uh, uh, next Wednesday, Pastor, for the last 15 minutes to do some Q&A, kind yes. of. Yes. People can come with their questions and, and, and you know, we can, we can talk. You know, I believe this was the ultimate reason why the Lord put you in my spirit for tonight. Uh, Two weeks of this kind of talk can help, as you indicated earlier, in the survival of our black families. And I'm looking forward for the for continuing this uh, this discussion, Michelle. I'm so appreciative that you were open for tonight, and you have scheduled us for next Wednesday night. I'm so glad of that. And black don't crack. Uh, don't crack. It doesn't crack. It doesn't crack. And 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 and, and it, it was it was my honor. Let me just say it's my honor to be able to 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 talk with you. And I know that there are folk who are on tonight who I have who I know and love. And and so it, it's an honor um, um, to give back to give back give back and to pay forward. It's yeah. an honor. You you'll be back. Bring some more uh, deposits on that on that uh, 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 that, that strawberry 
um, soda that um, has has um, has been part of our social um, uh, uh, social aggressiveness, and it can wet our palates tonight, uh, and we can sip it and going on to sleep. And uh, we're grateful that here at 59 minutes, 48 seconds and counting, uh, this this one hour sharing has come to a close, but uh, it has really opened us 